The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House of Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, and my lovely co-host, Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank, is not with us today. So, uh, listeners, if you're here for your market rate update, I'm sorry, we will not be providing that for you. But instead, we're going to have a very interesting show because we're going to be talking about kind of cars. We're going to be, and we're not taking over car show or car talk or any of those kinds of programs, but we do have a fun program because I've got three wonderful guests with me today. But before I get to our guests, uh, I am going to put a little thank you out there to all you folks who did uh, respond to our recent show on investment real estate and purchasing your first rental property. We had a great showing last weekend and had a lot of folks come in and learn a lot about uh, owning property, what it takes, doing a little SWOT analysis on what it takes to be a landlord and what kinds of properties to be looking for. So we want to thank everyone for that. If you're interested in one of our future classes, you can always reach out to us at info at teamreba.com. But we also have a new website page that you may want to go to called teamrebaclasses.com. So between our home buying classes, home selling classes, and our real estate investment classes, you can find anything and everything that we happen to be working on on that page. So it's teamrebaclasses.com. So that said, I have one other public service announcement for Team Reba here. Uh, We are actually hiring. So people have heard us on the show time and time again, talking about how fun and busy we are in our office, and we actually have a couple of positions open. So if you know somebody who is humble, hungry, and smart and interested in helping others achieve their dreams, we are looking for good <clears throat> excuse me, people to join us, and you can reach out to us at info at teamreba.com if you are interested. But with that out of the way... I'm excited to introduce the three guests that we have in the studio here with us. And one of them is a repeat. We have a repeat guest here. Ooh, Ooh that would be Ooh. you. Yes, that would be Carrie Shaw, who is the foundation director of the Renton Technical College Foundation. So welcome. Thank you very much for being here today. And good to be back. Yes, thank you so much for taking your valuable time. And uh, we'll get to why you're here in just a moment, but I want to introduce everybody. And then we have Jack Devine, who is an RTC auto instructor, correct? That's correct. That is correct. How long have you been with RTC? 33 years. 33 years. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Always in the auto department, I'm assuming. Okay. This is a man who knows what to do under the hood. Okay. Fantastic. And then we also have with us Lance Lambert, who is an author, columnist, TV producer, public speaker, radio host, I don't know, all-around entertaining guy extraordinaire. Is that correct? Uh, you left off dog walker. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay. Do you do that professionally? Because I walk my dog every day. I have friends with dogs that I help them walk. But uh, okay. cars are my thing. I like cars four wheels rather than four paws. Thing. All right. Well, I'm, I'm all about the four paws. Mm. But I'm, I'm with you. Cars are great. I do. I will say I drive a Honda S2000. Mm. And just the other day, once again, even though I've had this car 16 years, I had someone at a, you know, I was like showing property the other day. 
And some dude at a corner is like giving me a thumbs up, just what Jack just did in the studio. He's like, thumbs up, nice car. I'm like, thank you very much. So, um, so Carrie, I'm going to, you know, we got everybody introduced, but um, you're here today because we have a really fun event coming up. We do. Mark your calendars, May 11th. We are about to do the grand opening of our new $20 million state-of-the-art automotive technology complex at Renton Technical College. So this is a huge milestone for the college, for the region's automotive industry, and we are getting our wheels of passion out, and we've got live music and a car show and tours and shop demonstrations and international cuisine and a hosted bar. So, again, mark your calendar. All right, right, I'm (laughs) there. Mark your calendars. So, all right, excellent. Well, uh, as many people know uh, from being listeners of our show, and you've been a guest before. Uh, I am on the foundation board for Renton Technical College, and so that's one of the reasons I get to learn about all these fun things. And as you know, in some of our foundation board meetings, we always have this conversation of, why are we the best-kept secret in the area? <laughs> like, can we stop being a secret? I would like to stop being a secret. So this is that's why I'm so thrilled to have you guys all on here because, for me, this is an opportunity to really highlight an amazing program, an amazing school, and just, you know, things that I think a lot of folks in our region aren't aware of because many of our listeners know that, you know, the topics that we bring in are things such as regional impact, investor angle, real estate insider, and then green building and design. So this is totally something that fits right into our whole segment of regional impact, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. So while you might be, Jack, most of the time spending your time in Renton, you have a huge impact on our entire region. Oh, yeah. Right? So I'm really excited to hear more about it. Um, We're going to give more information about the event. The one thing I think that you didn't quite cover, Carrie, is what is the timeline for the events? The career fair starts at 4 to 6, and that's when you can do tours and and experience what goes on in a shop in terms of actual training. That's when the car show is taking place. And then at 6 to 8.30 is when we do the Wheels of Passion Party, which is the live music and fun food. And and I hear we're having the Nowhere Men. The Nowhere Men, one of Seattle's premier Beatles bands. So the theme song is... Get your sock hop on? Is that what we're doing? (laughs) No, we want everybody (laughs) dancing. Absolutely. And um, the theme is Life is a Highway and Baby, You Can Drive My Car. So it'll be... Okay, now I have to ask, (laughs) is the band going to do those songs even though they're a Beatles group? They will do, baby, you can drive my car. It's on the list. No rascal flats, though. Well, it's actually Tom Cochran is the original. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good Good. to know. Yes. Well, I'm I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, Explain the career fair, though, just real quick. The career fair is an opportunity for industry people to come in and showcase their companies and showcase the uh, career pathways. Mm-hmm. So we've done a great job reaching out to veterans groups and high schools and counselors and you know career and technical educators and our alumni as well as our adult basic education population. Again, just to expose them to these great career paths and give them an okay. opportunity to meet with industry professionals. So when you say career fair, you're talking almost the reverse side of it. It's the come and see what kind of career you can have versus a typical career fair is, hi, I'm a job seeker and I'm going to a place where a lot of 
people are looking to potentially hire me. Is that correct? It's well, almost it's like both. The, oh, it's both. Yeah, it's both. Okay. It's the education training side as well as an opportunity to network with industry professionals while we're celebrating this amazing okay. technology complex. All right. So we really designed it that way to okay. really showcase the in- industry, expose people to these great career paths, let them see this new complex, okay. and then have a great excuse to hold a great party. Okay. You just keep focusing right on the party. <laughs> But that's that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, it is going to be a good time. But I am also big about the program. So, Jack, um, tell us a little bit about the programs at Renton Technical College. Well, in the automotive field, we primarily focus on developing entry-level automotive technicians. And we Mm -hmm. also have a complete body and paint facility as well. Okay. Uh, Both of those have just been completely rebuilt and are all state-of-the-art facilities. We have new spray booths. A lot of attention was paid to uh, management of uh, the waste products that we produce, oil. Yeah, that's uh, an important like that. thing in today's economy. Also filtering, yeah. yeah, filtering the air that comes out of our paint booths when they're spraying paint. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's very, very uh, difficult sometimes to manage with the old equipment that we had. But with this new stuff, it's got scrubbers in it, and it really does a, a good job of keeping the environment clean. Okay. We are also now recycling all of our oil and waste products on our own in our own facility and while we have we've got great big tanks that everything is pumped into and then we can easily transport that to a truck to kind of take it off to an off-site location and recycle all of those products so it's really important that you know we connect with a lot of different things and one of the big ones and i just say this quickly is our drip and drive program Okay. We are currently doing that. Uh, what what is a drip and drive Drip program? and drive is a program that we bring cars into our shop, get them up in the air, and help people identify what fluids are leaking out of their cars. How and, large a vehicle can you do that with? Well, anything up to a ton and a half truck. So, so would a F2, I think covered. Would a, no, no, I'm not even talking. Is it F-250 too big, no, especially with an no, extended cab uh, and extended no, no, we can bed? handle all of that. Hi, hi, husband. Husband, I think we need to <laughs> get the truck in. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's, you know, a problem that we all face, and this is collectively in the automotive industry, is a lot of cars leak. Yeah. And when they leak, they're leaving that stuff on ground, and rainwater moves it into the sewer system. And, Absolutely. You know, the, the ball begins to roll, and it's a monster by the time it gets to Puget Sound. So. Well, as you heard when I talk about the different kinds of discussions that we have on this radio program, mm-hmm. I mentioned green. Yes. And so environmental issues are yeah. huge for us. In fact, uh, recently we just had some of the folks from uh, King County that deal with the Asarco smelter mm-hmm. and the lead and arsenic that's left over from that because Ruston area down in Tacoma is oh, doing yeah. a huge, huge uh, modification down there. Some beautiful stuff going in, covering up what was some pretty toxic areas. Uh, we also have had uh, Department of Energy as well, or excuse me, Department of Ecology as well as the um, – Pollution Liability Insurance Agency on here talking about oil tanks, because that's another one that's a major issue, at least within the real estate field. But as many people know, you know, especially with our wonderful salmon, you know, we got to keep our waterways clean. In fact, I was just talking to a fellow yesterday. I'm about to uh, list a a property for one of my fellow yacht club members, and he's the pump out guy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and it's a nonprofit. He gets 75% of uh, what pays for their business coming from grants. And it's all about keeping our waterways clean. Mm -hmm. So I think it's fantastic that you guys have been able to implement something that can, one, help, you know, the location of the school itself be able to recycle and keep things clean, but then also have maybe a program where people can 
keep our roadways clean, which then eventually keeps our waterways clean because that's you know, a super important thing going on right now because water is our most important asset. Yeah. And the staggering statistic that's come out of all of these Department of Ecology studies mm-hmm. is that we're putting 7 million quarts of oil a year into the, into the Puget Sound. So you look at one quart of oil having the ability to pollute a cubic acre of water. Can you imagine what 7 million do? Mm. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's a little bit frightening. Okay, so it, say that one more time. It's how right. much? It's 7 million quarts a year. 7 million yeah, quarts like, just in Puget Sound. That's like taking a tanker truck full of oil, backing it up to the Puget Sound, and just dumping it. Like, hi, we have our own Valdez. Several times. Oh, wow. So it's huge. That's amazing. Okay, well, we've got a lot more that we're going to be covering, and we're going to have to go into a quick little break here. But uh, if you have any questions for us, call us at 866-712-1300, and we'll be right back on Open House with Team Reba. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And we are here today with some wonderful people that are here to talk about the Automotive Grand Opening and Career Fair at the Renton Technical College. And that's coming up on May 11th, so very, very soon. And it starts with a career fair from 4 to 6 p.m. And then the Wheels of Passion Party from 6 to 8.30. So with us, we have uh, Jack Devine, who is an RTC auto instructor. We have Lance Lambert, who is a well-known car enthusiast locally and is an author and columnist, and he's going to be emceeing the event. And then, of course, we have the foundation director, Carrie Shaw from Renton Technical College Foundation. So thank you all again for being here. And um, in the last segment, we didn't quite get a chance to uh, chat with Lance. We had a little bit of a hello, but hello, Lance. Hello there. I, my feelings were being hurt there. I know. I know. You're used to being the center of the show, I think. So this might be a new <laughs> yeah, thing for you. Yeah, well, well, why not me? <laughs> well, since you're going to be the MC of this program, mm-hmm. tell us, what, why were you interested in being involved in this event? Well, Carrie contacted me, and it just sounded like a fun thing to be involved in. Because uh, of the party? But yeah, always <laughs> Absolutely. I know how to throw yeah, a good yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As she soon does. as the word party came out, I was on board. Board. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the whole I have some pretty strong feelings about automotive training. Uh, okay. Because strong feelings. Strong feelings because the 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 world right now, or at least the the country, it, my generation has grown up with you got to go to college, you got to go to college, you got to go to college, oh, yeah. and it's written technical college, yes. But yes. you know, mm-hmm. I have I have as we all do, I have many many friends who have degrees and and things other than what they ended up doing in life. Yep. And here you have an opportunity to go to Renton Technical College, learn about cars, get out, work on cars, and you know this is very cool. And and for people that I run with and grew up mm-hmm. with and hang out with. That's, you know, it's, some of us can't believe we get paid for doing something that we love. And right. these guys that get, to, men and women that get to go through this Renton Technical College program, they get to work on cars. So how cool is that? Oh, it's fantastic. I actually thought um, for myself going to this event, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a throwback because I don't think I've told Carrie this. Um, my dad was a big car aficionado. 
And so my brothers are also, so my, uh, my brother just above me, I have two older brothers. So my eldest brother is always finding old cars mm-hmm. to recondition and redo. And that was, that was like one of the main memories of our dad. He passed a couple of years ago, unfortunately, but he used to drag race way back in the day and he'd get these old jalopies and totally soup them up. And apparently he was a total, uh, I, I can't use the term on air probably, but he was, he was, a, you know, he, he won a lot of races. I'll just say it that way. And won a lot of pink slips and he, he passed that trade along to both my brothers who are also both just huge car nuts and some of my nephews now as well. And I find that in the generations that we have going on right now, or at least in certain market areas, there's not quite as much, you know, uh, built around the cars nowadays. There's a lot of, I, in, in the real estate world, I have a lot of clients who don't even have a car. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, oh, I use the car to go or, you know, even just on the way here, I saw a car to go and the zip car and a few other things like that. But the thing is, is those vehicles might be changing how they're being used, but there's still somebody who needs to maintain them. And that skill is being fast lost. Uh, among certain age groups I, right I, now. I write for the Seattle Times, and the article that ran the auto section this past Sunday was uh, about the the declining interest in younger people in automobiles in general. Mm-hmm. And as I point out in the article, if if the car is on their computer screen, mm-hmm. uh, then they're interested in it. Yeah. But a lot of them aren't interested in them, uh, w- with the exception of the uh, sport compact crowd. And, and for them, uh, you know, the, the computer chips and that sort of thing, where they could learn that kind of stuff at, at Renton Technical College. But it, it's not as passionate as it was when I was younger. And Renton, talk about the heartbeat of of the car scene in the Northwest. Oh yeah, Renton was really a happening place. You mean with the cars. cruise in the loop? Yeah, cruise in the loop. <laughs> and, yeah, and right now the, one, of the, one of the yeah, yeah, yeah one of the biggest car shows in the Northwest is returned to Renton. So right. it, it's a much loved hobby there. But, well, and the thing is, is there there is still some love because like uh, Redmond Town Center, mm-hmm, as right, I understand it, every right. weekend has uh-huh. a uh, isn't it an exotic? It's mostly exotics, yeah. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of Ferraris and Maseratis and that sort okay. of thing. But my understanding, it just started back up. I think this past weekend. Okay. And they are uh, kind of. Uh, it, m- welcoming hot rods in more than they have in the past. And there's a special okay. section for them, and where in the past they haven't been uh, encouraged to show up. But I've been told that they they are. And and also uh, this Saturday there's a cruise in the Shoreline area that starts at the Sears Plaza on 155th and Aurora. Okay. And that's on Saturday mornings from eight to ten. But there's little cruise ins like that all over the place. A lot of them Friday nights. A lot of them Saturday nights. Yeah, I know Greenwood used to have at oh, least a once a year. Greenwood thing. has a huge show. I'm yeah. one of the originators of that show. I started. Oh, Oh, really? I was living in the neighborhood when they were doing that, and I just I loved it. Yeah, we were neighbors. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we started that show uh, this this coming uh, this summer is the 25th year of that show. Okay, Jerry Klein and I and and George Wirtz started that show, and I've been involved in it every year. I emcee it, and and it's a you know a bad year is 800 cars, a good year is 1,200 cars. Good gosh, is it that? I remember going. I didn't could never get through the whole thing, but I okay. It, It starts at 68th and goes up to a about 90 second. Wow. So it's a big show. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of stuff going on. So, um, since we're talking about, you know, all these little cruisins and, and car shows, what can we expect at the event? What will be at the event in terms of a car show or what, or what other things around 
vehicles will we be seeing? Right. But let's start with the car show itself. Well, we we. We've invited uh, the Spectrum. We okay. have a $400,000 Ferrari. We have hot rods. We have a 1967 convertible Mustang and typical what cars known as American Muscle. Mm-hmm. We have um, some great classic cars going back to uh, 1941 and in the 50s. And then some of our sponsors are bringing – what's new okay so you're running the um, so full, we like, have array. the spectrum yeah. we don't have 800 cars there is not enough room in the no. complex but we really wanted to add that to the experience and to yeah. the event because this is what we're about as you mentioned mm-hmm. no matter where the technology goes for cars we will still need to maintain them and fix them yeah even and when then, we get to the driverless cars right. there's still going to be someone working on the car it doesn't well, it doesn't fix itself <laughs> although that is i don't very know true. i don't yeah. know jack i just saw you kind of roll <laughs> your eyes <laughs> there's, there's a long way to go on that yeah. process okay a long yeah. way to go. okay so clearly the human element is still very very necessary yes. even when we get to that yes. okay and then the restoration and assessment and the collect the collecting side of cars. When you think about what captures history and iconic Mm -hmm. moments and entertainment or Mm -hmm. even in our own personal lives, those moments we all remember, our first car or what I drove in college or the first time I made out, you know, in the backseat of a car. (laughs) Okay, so you know what you say that? Yeah. But there is a really adorable VW. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Is an adorable VW commercial. Yeah. Have you? Do you know which one I'm talking you about? Exactly Where it's talking. like you see the bouncing the car, bigger, and bigger, then there's a baby. Yeah, yeah and then the car's bouncing, and there's another baby yeah. and a dog, and then, and then of course bigger at the end they're showing all the kids jumping around inside the car. Of yeah. course, you know it's 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 still G-rated. G-rated. But, yes. but my husband was laughing his tushy off watching that yeah. ad. Yeah. He was just like, "That was good. That was yeah. really yeah. really good." Yeah. <laughs> that was. But we all identified with that because cars define certain moments. Absolutely in a historic sense for our country, for other countries. And and it is so quintessential American. Yes. We invented the automobile. You know, it's a part of our... Did we actually invent it or we just perfected it? I was going to say, I thought we perfected it. Because I was reading a book on business the other day and they were saying that it was not so much Americans. It's just that we created the culture around it and and the fabrication. Yes. Ford was really the one who did that. If I'm... No, I've driven an 1888 Benz. So, oh, wow. 1888. Okay, so... German. Yeah, so where did... Uh, I'm trying to remember where it re- originated. Jack, I'm sure you know. Most of them were originated in Europe. In Europe, and, okay. And, and then offshoots of them were developed as people mm-hmm. learned the technology. How to create a steering system is an right. example. The early ones started with a tiller. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, you're right. Yeah. 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 Okay, I can think of pictures. Yeah, insane to control the relevant to directions. Right. So, that all evolved, but as it evolved, everybody added their two cents worth. Mm-hmm. But Henry Ford was the first one to come up with an ability to mass produce them mm-hmm. right. and have a and finance. Car. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like car financing yeah. really kind of started with him, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the only way that you could actually make the mass production of them worthwhile is if everyone could purchase one. Yeah. Which, frankly, set up. I'm always going to put everything back to real estate. Really, kind of <laughs> set up how real estate financing came mm-hmm. about. So, I mean, there really are a lot of things that, 
you know, from your technology and industry that really go outward into other areas. Mobility. Yeah. yeah. Simple. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I think it's fantastic. I love it. Um, and to your point, Carrie, you know, there's always those defining moments in your life. I mean, I can still remember, you know, my sister had, it's not a fabulous car, but everyone in my family knows her 73 Vega. There you go. You know, we had that little orange Vega with the black stripe, like it had a racing stripe on it, which was yeah. like the most hilarious thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, in a Vega. <laughs> but I got to drive that car and I'm famous in my family for wrecking that car into our house. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> I can't go back for Thanksgiving without hearing that story 12 times. And I'm just like, do you guys know how old I am now? Yeah. I did that when I was 12. Yeah. I'm 48 now. Like, can yeah. we let it go? <laughs> More people have wrecked cars. It's like, my brother Steve wrecked 13 cars in two years. Like, why is my one wreck? <laughs> like, the whole storyline. I don't well, get you, that. Well, you drove it through the living room, so yeah. maybe. No, I, you know, I almost took down the garage, <laughs> okay. unfortunately. And it was mostly because, you know, growing up in Kansas, um, you know, when you're near farm country, you can start learning to drive fairly early. And so a lot of farmer's kids at 12 get their license. And so my dad, you know, he dealt with, you know, the farming community and all that at the time. So they were already teaching us how to do stick shift. And that's the other thing. Nobody knows how to do stick shift anymore. So that just kind of cracks me up. Do, do you guys see much coming into the automotive? Oh, yeah, a lot of the students have uh, manually shifted vehicles. Yeah. A lot yeah. My dad always bought those because at the time they were the easiest to do maintenance on. Correct. And he taught me how to do my own oil job and all that kind of stuff. And even though I still drive a stick shift, I will say the Honda S2000, yeah, I no, not touching it. Not touching it. I've had that thing serviced by Honda for ages. But we'll talk about other things besides my car when we come back. And we're going to be talking more with Lance, Jack, and Carrie when we come back on Open House with Team Reba. Rejoin us in just a couple. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And if you've noticed one voice missing this week. We just want to remind our listeners that Eric Osnes will be back with us next week. He had a uh, appointment. He could not move today. So instead, though, I do have some fantastic guests from Renton Technical College. Uh, from the foundation, we have the executive director, Carrie Shaw. And we also have from the college in the automotive department, an auto instructor, Jack Devine. And we also have the very entertaining MC for the upcoming grand opening of the Automotive Center and for the career fair, Lance Lambert. Mm -hmm. So thank you once again, everyone being here. Um, you know, we, we were kind of going off on different stories about, you know, what, what cars mean to us and how they really uh, impress and infect our communities and our lives and, you know, create impressions for us and memories. But um, I want to take a trip down memory lane with you, Jack, and find out a little bit because you've been at uh, Renton Technical College for how long now? 33 years. 33 years. So you've seen some tremendous strides and changes over that time, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. 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 I've definitely seen a lot of change. And, and not only in just technology, but just about the way you have to do things as an instructor. 
know, okay. I think that learning to develop the skills that are necessary, because I don't think necessarily a good technician is always going to make a good instructor or vice versa. Oh, correct. But yeah. having I'm served an apprenticeship and then on and served at dealerships and independently owned shops and mm-hmm. then coming to Renton Technical College as a part-time instructor. First two years I was there, I taught night class. Okay. Uh, dealing with automatic transmission rebuild. And, you know, a lot of the guys that came in were just absolutely blown away when they look at the technology when you open a transmission in front of them and they look at all of the stuff and they say, there's no way all of this stuff can fit in there. Yeah. <laughs> but it all has to fit in there. Every single piece has to fit in there. Mm-hmm. And when you develop the relationships, I think, with people that are willing to learn and want to know things, and a lot of the night people were just hobbyists that just wanted to come and be able to work on their own cars. And then that evolved, and more and more of them come to just get a taste of what our technology is all about, and then end up becoming full-time students and going through the whole program because they find it not only is it worthwhile, but it it, it fills, I think, in automotive people a a passion where you really Mm -hmm. get to develop skills of doing things that most people can't do. Oh, it and, definitely is a skill most people can't do nowadays. And, you know, in, in today's cars, I'd tell people that you're far better off taking it to a service facility than yes. even trying to do it on your own. Yeah. Because well, with the problems that you can run into, because you don't know the technology, you can do yep. more damage than you do good. Yeah. I, I had mentioned my dad was a big car aficionado, and he used to be the guy that we always said he could fix anything. And if he couldn't, it couldn't be fixed. Yeah. But even he would admit that as technology change. He's like, you know, gosh, I started off working on international harvesters and Heston, you know, tractors and all these other, you know, large equipment pieces. And then also doing his hobby of, you know, drag racing and the other things. But we did get to a stage where he's like, yeah, that's really, uh, I don't, I don't have the equipment for that. You know, and that's, I was saying like, I don't even do my own oil changes because my car is so complex and so tight Mm -hmm. and so, so difficult to work with. I'm the last person who should be touching it. You know, I want to make sure I take it down to somebody who absolutely knows because that that car was an investment for me. Yeah. You know, I it was back in the day when you paid premiums over the MSRP and all that kind of stuff, and and it's held its value because of the fact that it's an unusual car, mm-hmm. right? They only allowed so many of them in, but um, I'm compelled by your comment that hobbyists would come in and then have this opportunity to have their eyes open to an industry that they didn't necessarily see as a career path for them. Oh, yeah. That, 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 happens, that happens more often than you would think. What, what do you think the percentage is of the folks who come in? Hobby. I mean, not, not that I'm asking you for a scientific number 20, here. But. 20, 25% of oh, really? them are coming from that type of background. Yeah. They okay. just need to know more because as their interests evolve to newer and newer automobiles, their skill level has got to completely change. Right. And if you're willing to do that, then you have a very smooth transition into the technology. But if you don't do that, you can create a lot of problems that can be very, very expensive to undo. Right. So focusing on learning and then doing the learning in an environment that's very controlled, which is Mm -hmm. what we do with all of the students that we have. You don't just turn them loose in a shop. You're standing right over the top of them, having them do certain things in certain order, Mm -hmm. and then talking about it so they see the relevance of why it's done this way Mm -hmm. versus the way you would attack this thing if you were on your own. Is there like a certain kind of personality type that is best suited to this type of work that you've noticed over time or no? I've had a lot of different personalities. I don't know if it's a personality more than just the passion of being an automotive person, you know, and, and... um, the ones that really surprise me and have always surprised me are the women that get involved. 
you have a much different, as a woman, a much different approach. You see things very differently. Mm -hmm. But when you sit down and you actually discuss what you've been looking at, you find out that there are some really common inroads that you can establish with female students that help them grow immensely and quickly. So they don't feel that they're kind of, you know, falling behind and I don't quite get this or I don't quite get that. All of a sudden they're right neck and neck with Mm -hmm. the best students that are in the class that happen to be male at the time. Right. And then you see that diversity just melts. It just goes away. So So, what what is the uh, current makeup of the typical student body? Well, right now in my class, I have 21 students. I have only one female in this class. I had three in the last class. And one of those girls in the last class I had is undoubtedly the smartest female technician I have ever met. Her name is Erin, and she just came out of the Marine Corps when she came to school. And one of the things that the service manager, she works at a Toyota store in Renton, Mm -hmm. one of the things the service manager said to her, do you think that you're going to be able to survive in a male-dominant world? And she leans across the table and she says, I just spent five years in the Marine Corps. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and it, was, it, was, it was priceless. And I just, and in fact, I t- she came back to the school yesterday. She's out on her final co-op. And I had an opportunity to just kind of catch up with her and see what was going on. And uh, you have such a feeling as an instructor when you know that you've helped somebody change their life and really mm-hmm. put them into something that they really want to do. Right. I've been a technician all of my life. I mean, this is the only thing I've really done. I had a stint in the military, and even in the military, I ended up being the motor sergeant. Oh, so, <laughs> so, so you were already yeah, down yeah, that track. And, yeah, and, and all of that. You just have to realize that there are such treasures. I think that's in my, it's done. No, it <laughs> but okay. it, anyway, I'll silence that in a second. But I think that you know, attracting students and then sitting down with those students and kind of taking them apart a little bit to see Mm -hmm. where they're coming from, and then get a focus on what their end destination is. What do you want to be? I get automotive technician, but there's 5,000 pathways you can follow. Do you want to be a dealership guy? Do you want to work in the independent aftermarket? Do you want to work in design? Do you want to work on restoration on older cars? All of those avenues are open to you, all of them. Right, because I'm sure the people who are working in like kind of the body and paint area They're probably not necessarily as keen about dealing with engines and vice versa, right? Both of my sons are auto body technicians, both of them. Okay. And they came up and they went to Renton and they got their education and learned how to do that business. And one of them owns his own business now and one of them manages another huge business up in Totem Lake. So uh, automotive is in in the bones in my family. My daughter is very much a... Automotive enthusiast kind of a loves to go there. with the oh yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> I can remember when she was two years old. I had a '67 GTO, and she's standing on the side of the bucket seat with her arm around me, going down the road. You know, and obviously that's a little bit nuts yeah. by today's standards, but so you were buying something. her like wrench sets for oh, yeah. Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that my daughter. Basically, I mean, I'm underneath the car if I'm working on something at home and tell her I need a 916 wrench. She'll go over to my toolbox and open it up. She'll turn around. Do you want a box end or a six point? God love her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you look at that, but it's because she's been around it all her life, and she loves right. it. Her grandparents are both car enthusiasts. They just bought a brand-new Jeep SRT8. Boy, is that thing unbelievable. They just got that Monday night. Maybe I need to come to you when I buy my next car. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really at some point, I'm going to need one, yeah. Yeah, they pull up in front of this thing. They had a beautiful Cadillac Escalade before that, mm-hmm. and they pull up in front of the house in this black Jeep, and I'm trying to figure, who's this? Oh. And I go out there and I look at the front of it and see the big SRT8 badge on it. That's a race car Jeep, believe me. 
but just a beautiful rig. And Jackie was out there, and of course she's got Grandpa under the hood, and she's got Grandpa in the back of it, and gets on there. How long is it going to be, Grandpa, before I can drive it? Yeah. So this is basically what your event's going to be like, is anyone who has maybe children who are this kind of level of interest should come to this event. Yeah. Absolutely. And let their kids you, you get under the hood a little seeds. bit, yeah. see and what's going on. Plant the seeds and let's see how they grow. Right. And the kids that have a, an interest in it, it will peak very quickly. Yeah. And they'll follow that passion. And, you know, I mean, I love talking to kids. I go out to regular mm-hmm. grade schools and high schools and all that and talk to kids all the time. Right. And it, the reason, again, is to say if you really want to have a career in the automotive industry, you're going to have to have some training of some type. Right. So let me ask you this, though, because passion is very important, but being able to have a, let's say, living wage job is also very important because, you know, as we were mentioning yeah. earlier, I always bring it back to real estate. Kind of expensive to live here. Yeah. Right? You know, when so. when in the general area, King County on average has uh, got price points of 550 to 600 is kind of the median prices of homes nowadays. So when someone is going into programs like this, what are kind of like the starting wages well, that you know, somebody would have? The young lady that I just spoke about a few minutes ago, we were talking about that yesterday when she was mm-hmm. at the school. And she's on par to be $86,000 in income this year. Okay. And get to get a little closer to your microphone and state okay. that again. $86,000 a year. And she's a second-year technician. Second-year technician. Yeah. So you give her a year. And how long did she have to go to school? Two years. Two years. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, hello. As we started out part of this show, um, the whole conversation of a lot of people – thought a four-year was the thing to do, right? You know, in fact, actually, Lance had brought that up, that everyone was like, go to college, go to college, go to college. you got to be able to get the living wage job. People forget sometimes that these trade positions actually have some very good income. And 86000 starting wage is a very, very good income. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I can help someone buy a house with just that income, not even a dual income household. Mm-hmm. You can still buy a decent home at that at that wage. So, you know, if people are thinking about career changes, thinking about something maybe that they're passionate about or want to explore this, I would recommend once again, come on out. May 11th, it's from 4 to 8.30. We're going to be doing this at the Automotive Grand Opening and Career Fair. You can also learn a little bit more about the other things going on at Renton Technical College because there's at least what? Carrie, is it like 56 programs we yes. have out there? Yeah. We There's some pretty amazing, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty amazing organization. And the majority of all of those fields have some pretty great starting living wage, yeah. you know, that, that are totally yeah. worthwhile. So, okay, we're going to get into a little bit more of that. We're going to bring Lance into it too as we get into our last segment. But listeners, if you have any questions, 866-712-1300. And we're back here in just a minute with Open House with Team Reba. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. 
Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And once again, listeners, we have with us on the show today, Carrie Shaw, who is the Foundation Director for Renton Technical College Foundation. We also have Lance Lambert, who is an author, columnist, TV producer, public speaker, MC extraordinaire, and many other things. We're going to get him on here in just a moment. And then we also have Jack Devine, who is an RTC automotive instructor. So um, we focused a lot on Jack in the last segment. So Lance, I want to ask you a little bit more because because you're going to be emceeing the event, right? Right. But um, I want to give people a little more context because we only lightly touched on it earlier. Your interest in cars is pretty great because you've got a couple books, right? Yeah. So you got like Gears, Grins, and Gasoline. My Wheel Life Adventures. My my wheel, not my reel, but right, my, my wheel, wheel life, life adventures. adventures. I love that. Uh-huh. I'm always about puns. I love things like that. And then you have Fenders, Fins, and Friends. Confessions of a Car Guy. Right. So those are all uh, essays on various uh, automotive-related adventures that I've been on. Uh, some are family-friendly. Some aren't. Uh, some involve <laughs> the police. Some don't. Oh, God. Uh, oh nice. Yeah, okay. There's, there's a lot of, uh, yep. you know, my, as my wife said, did you really want the people in the world to know this? And, yeah. Uh, but well, uh, a lot of fun stuff. And then... Well, and, and you have some really great car photos. And, I mean, there's some, there's some real fun stuff in here. I like this. Yeah. And then in uh, about three weeks, uh, Kids' Kingdom, Growing Up in the City of Destiny, comes out. I grew up yeah. in uh, Tacoma, so it's all about just growing up in Tacoma. In the aroma of Tacoma? The aroma of Tacoma. You, you mentioned uh, Rustin. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if that was on air or off air, but uh, when the smelter came down, the yeah. property values went up. So. Yes, they did. And I will tell you, those condos going in out in Rustin are pretty fantastic. I was just there. Uh, I'm a member of a yacht club. And so they did the Daffodil Regatta recently with the Tacoma Yacht Club. And it was uh, they're doing all their major renovations there right now. And Oh, my gosh, that waterfront was just phenomenal. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely wonderful down there. And it's, it's a, another kind of like Renton is a little bit of a secret. Not only is Renton Technical College a secret, but even the town itself. There's some major stuff going on down there. Yeah, it's it's getting ready to pop yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and it's still quite affordable. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Uh, but Tacoma, the same thing. Yeah, and my love uh, started, uh, you know, the day I was born. Uh, just love cars forever. And, you were yeah. Born with four wheels, is uh, that you know? <laughs> darn near, yeah. And the, the picture Grace under his fingernails. fingernails. I know your poor mom. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. And, and one of my big things that I've done in life, uh, I had a television show called Vintage Vehicle that I had for 24 okay. years, and and it's 101 stations across the country, 27 foreign markets. And, okay. And cover car shows. You're giving me a challenge, like where I need to take my radio show. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just okay. Get it out there. <laughs> and uh, it's in reruns right now, but that's been really a lot of fun, and I've been able to have everybody and everything on that. show show so it's been great and i'm doing a lot of writing i kind of i've been writing since wow for 30 years but it's really kind of taken off in the last five years and okay and been writing for some magazines for a long time and the seattle times i'm an assignment reporter for them and and uh, writing the books and it's just lots of fun so can i just tell you how funny it was i mean like you just laid out a bunch of stuff and uh-huh. i have all kinds of things that i do all the time too and people are like when do you sleep uh-huh. and you know we keep talking about passion and the other things that get us going but you know i was reading your bio lance uh-huh. and it was funny because you were saying i'm doing everything i can to not have to work hard uh-huh. and just have fun and I'm like, you sound like you work pretty hard. But what I do is fun. <laughs> you know, it's all reset. It doesn't feel like work yeah, when you're having just, fun, I'm right? I'm having a great time. I mean, people pay me to, uh, you know, 
Carrie's Carrie's going to give me a check to go down and hang out with a bunch of car people, and and, and you're just like I probably would have done it for free. No, I well, not really. Have, but, <laughs> but, uh, it's great. I tried, and, Carrie. And, I tried. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, during a break, Jack was talking about how great car people are. They're they're just they're they're no better people out there. Car people are fantastic, yeah. and I get to hang out with them seven days a week. It's just I'm the luckiest guy I've ever met. Oh, maybe we need to get him in. Uh, you know. Some of the uh, foundation activities. Definitely. Just when, this. when we first decided we wanted to have this big grand opening event and really engage the community and, and the industry, the name that kept coming up was Lance Lambert over and over. And so finally I said, okay, I got to meet this guy. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he is available to um, – to MC the event and just because his heart beats with this this community in yeah. terms of the passion and he understands what makes people tick and why they love cars. I was going to say the I, kind of it makes what makes people go, but yeah. Well, what, what, I, <laughs> what I had to do was everybody that knew you, I had to give them five bucks and tell them to just mention my name. <laughs> oh, they came up over and over. I go, oh, okay. Oh, so you're just that recouping your money. money yeah. You're just recouping the bill. I'm going to break it. even if I'm lucky. <laughs> Fantastic. So so you're going to be at this event, and because it's multiple hours, I mean, emceeing, that's, that actually is a lot of work. Uh, so sometimes. It sometimes can be. More than others, yeah. Because you, know, you, you have to keep an energy level up, yeah. and you have to get people motivated yeah, and I do a lot of and, a lot of emceeing. In fact, I, that day I have two MC gigs. I have an MC job in that afternoon, and then I'm going to this one. Okay, well, we um, need to keep him pumped up, uh, so we got to make sure we got a little crew keeping a little, him pumped up. little caffeine will keep me going. There. Okay. But, oh, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Every, every time I MC something, I just kind of uh, look at the audience and see what it takes to have fun there. And that's what it's all mm-hmm. about is just getting people – uh, pumped up, hyped up, laughing, loose, uh, you know, not stuffy, not uh, just 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 exactly. have fun. The whole thing's about having fun. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because between all of the activities that will be happening, you know, you mentioned international cuisine was going to be there, and I know there's there's uh, the Wheels of Passion event where there's going to be, I believe, catered food. Yes. Correct. And, but we're also having food trucks. Yes, food okay. trucks. So can, can you give us an idea, like, what's coming in? We've got chicken fix and bean fish, which are local. Okay. And um, we'll have truck uh, entree, food truck entree vouchers. So you do okay. the tour, you get an RTC stamp and exchange it for a free entree and a drink. And so, again, we're just wanting people to really experience uh, this new state-of-the-art complex and have an opportunity to talk with amazing faculty members like Jack Devine uh, and alumni. We have a lot of Mm -hmm. alumni who are coming. And these tours are going to be conducted by the students themselves. Oh, fun. So, um that's a great peer-to-peer when and you we're going to see, see their passion too yeah. i'm sure and right? they get to talk from a first-hand standpoint on why mm-hmm. they're at rtc to learn these skills and then we'll have shop demonstrations so people can do hands-on activities okay oh, well i love that so uh, for our listeners if you're wanting to know where you go get more information you can go to rtc.edu and there should be something directly on the web page, but there's also a really long one if you want to have the rtc.edu slash automotive dash grand dash opening. Or just click on foundation and it'll take you where you there need you go. to go. Either direction. Just go to rtc.edu and you will find your way there. You will. Um, 
Just out of curiosity, though, uh, because I know that the campus is fairly sizable. When people get on campus, are there, we going to have signage? It's going to yes. be very obvious. Yes. Okay, so people can come to the campus and they'll get directed immediately to that section because it's in which you have a huge complex right now, isn't it? How many buildings is inclusive of? Well, we got Ford Asset, Auto Body, uh, our Engines Lab, and then MLR, which is Maintenance Light Repair. That's the beginning classroom. That's where it all starts. Okay, is that inclusive also of the paint? Yeah, the auto body. Okay, yes, so that's the yes. auto body. Okay, so there's quite a bit going on with all of that. Okay, so um, going back to the MC, so we've got the food trucks going, we've got the car show happening, music by the Nowhere Men is going to be happening. What part of the party will that be kicking in? That starts at six. That starts at six and as it's part all of the in a, There's a, a large stage and tent area, so that. And that's where all the international cuisine and the bar mm-hmm. will be. We wanted to focus food on the countries that are represented in the car show. That ex- okay. I was like, I don't know. So how you're we doing have okay. food stations. There's <laughs> okay. German and Japanese and Italian and American and food. makes a lot more sense so. now. Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, so again, if you want to go to the website rtc.edu, does it cost anything for someone to come? No, the main Career fair grand opening is free um, because this is a foundation-hosted event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we encourage a small donation to to attend the Wheels of Passion party. Okay. But okay, yeah. well, we hope to see a lot of you there. I am actually going to the party, so if you get a chance, you'll see us from here at Open House with Team Reba. But I want to thank all of our guests. Carrie, Jack, and Lance, thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate it. And for everyone who is out there listening to Open House with Team Rhea, thanks for your time this week. And we'll see you next week with me and Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.